Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language and nonsensical whimsy, you have been warned. I'm Ken, and I'll be your dungeon master this evening, so let's get started. Alright, welcome back to Whiskey in the Stream. Uh, we are shy of Root and Gurdon. Last time, Vren did the recap, so Scarlet Wren and Kaylin, please roll and logos. Do you want me to roll again? I had a 16, but I can roll again. I kind of want to do the recap. I have a 7, so I mean, if you want to, go for it. Critical 1. I will, I will always pass on recap. All right. Although maybe it was a bad idea. I don't know. All right. So where we left off last time, um, the question of killing Asti uh, was put to um, Ren and Vren about whether or not we should kill her um, while the other people are occupied. Um, And Ren decided, Ren decided she didn't want to kill Asti, um, but Ren was open-minded and possibly want to research ways to kill Asti. So that was an open-ended question on the part of Ren. Um, let's see, Kaylin, we started searching all of the um, encampment that was uh, blasted by Asti. Uh, Kaylin finds a cage with a changeling um, and a scroll case. Uh, let's see. I um, found Doug in one of the cages. Uh, that I thought might have been a changeling, and I was so angry at Doug that uh, I decided that he should be branded as a traitor for the rest of his life, so I carved the symbol of Ren on his face, and in doing so, decided made him bleed out, um, but I stabilized him as an act of mercy. Um, his short life, you know, he needed to live longer so he could think about the actions he did. Um, so Asti was attacked by a man with an arrow. Uh, Gurdon killed the man. Um, but Asti, I guess, absorbed his blood into a crystal and it grew larger around her face uh, where she was injured and then started growing onto Gurdon. Um, I guess Root decides to fly after two dragons that are fighting with each other uh, to question them. Um, I guess... They, she starts talking about Asti, um, and I was a little confused about some of the details on this, uh, but I guess Asti ate a seal of fire, used to control magma, um, possibly came by the hand of a wizard or a druid. Uh, let's see. We found a feather bag. Oh, a leather bag. I found a leather bag with beans. Um, I decided to plant one of the beans and eat the other bean. Um, don't know why I did that, but Root and Drugan, Lord Bardock, uh, which is the dragon, they had a conversation. Uh, so I guess Asti is a key, possibly the key. Um, they started talking about seals, elemental in the fall, the singing sands in the wastelands. Um, I guess four keys were locked up a millennia ago at the Age of Shadows and when the world was Fubar. Um, back then, they sealed the four elementals of energy, pure essences that had consciousness. Possibly Asti is a key sent by the divine energies. 
Um, Ren, I found a glass vial with red liquid and a small bead. Um, I also found a potion of heart-shaped bubbles, uh, which is a superior healing potion. Kaylin picked up Asti and now has, oh, that's right, Kaylin picked up Asti and now has Ruby Gross on his arms. Uh, root falls into the fire and crystals grow on, oh, sorry, root falls into the fire and crystals, but Ren, I guess, rewinds the time to stop that from happening. Um, and we end off with, we're in the wagon going away, and I am covered in five feet of shrieker mushrooms, and we're being chased by a bullet because of my poor actions. I would not call them poor actions. Uh, they are classic D&D actions. <laughs> I um, so what I'm going to do, because... Root is not here. I would say that she probably would have relayed all the information that she got from the dragon, and because it was so critically important that she relayed it with almost perfect recall, so that you guys who were listening at the time also now have the information. So it won't be metagaming if you're referencing things that she learned from the rather long titled Brass Dragon in the Forest, who also, in his uh, undercommon saying, fucked all the way off at the end of that. What we're going to try to do is something that I never learned my lesson on, but I'm going to do it anyway. In this escape from the clearing, uh, we're going to do a skill check. So everyone's going to try to do either skills or spells or actions that they choose that will resolve a problem. Uh, so this can be something as simple as, well, I want to shoot the bullet. Okay. Make an attack roll. All right, here's how this goes from there. It could be, you know, I want to plan our route to make things shorter so that the bullet has a harder time navigating. Okay, go ahead and make this kind of check. Uh, feel free to get as creative with it as you like. If it's world-breaking, I'll step in. Otherwise, whatever situation is coming up, I want you to feel free to go with it. Uh, so the woods are fairly dense. There are a lot of stony paths that you could probably hop onto or swerve around. Uh, there's a wide mix of old and young growth trees, vines that hang down. You have already met Garalan, the four-armed apes that also reside through large areas of the forest. You've helped some of them out and battling a troll. That could be there. Uh, Root had told you about both a brass and a green dragon that were in the area. Hopefully both have left. It's hard to say. Um, but because there's only three, I'm going to have you guys, each of you are going to do two things. And if one of you repeats the previous persons, then that will be a harder difficulty to do. Okay. So because it's fun, we're going to do this by initiative order. Now, real quick, are we going to say we're already starting right now on the wagon going and we know the bullet's behind us? Bullet. Oh, so as you guys are rolling initiative to set the scene a little bit better. Okay, you already had one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Root and Norm are up front in the cart 
trying to manage pulling on the reins each trying to get this horse to get moving or pair is tumbled back into the back with the rest of you doug is trying to take notes on what you all are doing but still trying to preserve his own safety so he's hanging on to or pair and the hay bale that you guys have been feeding the horse with throughout your journey you are ripping through the woods these mushrooms have now grown to their full four foot length better part of a foot in diameter at their base where it's growing out of wren uh, and they are screaming this high-pitched wail that can be heard for 300 feet uh, the branches are whipping by the bullet uh, at one point a chunk of the hay bale gets ripped off by doug and it goes tumbling over the back and the bullet launches up and bites down on it before crashing back into the soil treating it as no different than water and so you can see a little bit of a buckle as it starts to get closer to the surface and it dips back down as it seems to try to track you all uh, let's see uh now, Kevin, did you roll initiative are our tokens on the map or are you just going to manually put them in neither i'm just going to look at the there's only three of you okay all right, sorry. Then yes, I will roll it right now. If it hasn't been eight hours. You still get a D eight. Oh, oh. Then let I me lubed you up. Right. All of us get a D eight, or just no, just him. I cast it. Thirteen. Ren, yours rolled twice. Am I taking the top one? Yeah, take the ten. Okay. All right. So it will be Kalen, Ren, and Vren. Uh, Kaylin, you are in the back of the wagon. The crystal greatsword is on the floorboards at your feet. Uh, you had to set it down to throw everyone into the wagon really quick. Okay. <laughs> I was like, so it is when that happened? Action to pick it up. It's just one of those you put in the wagon, grabbed bodies, chucked them in, launched yourself in, and the wagon took off. I did a bobsled run. Yeah. You probably pushed the cart almost as fast as the horse was pulling it. Um, well, first thing first, I would pick up the sword. Um, Alright, so we got Norm, Gurdon, and Root at the front driving, Doug in the back, repair in the back, the friends in the back. Yeah, he's going to look at friends. Do we want to avoid, or do you think we this will follow us until we die or it dies. I, I am unfamiliar with this type of creature. I think if we put enough distance between it, it'll give up. Like, think of an animal hunting. Mm -hmm. um, if it becomes too difficult, it will lose interest. That's my personal opinion. I don't know why I'm talking like this, because I didn't before, but I am now. You, you had a little bit of an accent before. Also, are we able to hear each other just fine over the screaming? Oh, no, you're screaming at the top of your lungs to try to okay. get hurt. You're, like, maybe two feet away. I think mm -hmm. it'll be all right if we can just get it dissuaded. Uh, maybe either hit it or delay it. Okay. And how many mushrooms are it again? Is it, was it nine? It is nine. Nine. Should we try and kill some of the mushrooms? That's Don't hurt option. me! is to rip them right off of her flesh 
It'll serve her right. Our mother said not to eat things that we didn't know where they were from. Mm. Can they see my facial expressions? I would say they see at least half of it. I get this disgusted, like, horrified look. I'll let you rip things out of your sister. I'll cut off the heads that are screaming. The bodies don't bother us as much. We can get them healed. It's the loud screaming that's probably the problem. So with that, my first action would be to try and lop off it as many heads as I could of those mushrooms. I don't know if it would be one per action or what, but that's what one of my actions would be. All right, so your skill check will be to attack the fungi. And what his plan would be is if he's able to get a head off, he doesn't know if it's going to keep screaming, but it's going to try and toss that to the bullet. Like, toss him back. Uh, All right, so it sounds like an attack roll. Is that fair okay. to say? Yep. Okay. He will do a crystal greatsword attack. Just a plain old attack. Dirty 20. Do me a favor, go ahead and roll damage for that. Just, so, okay. just for kicks and giggles. Don't hurt uh, me! I think it... I'm not raging. So it shouldn't be the radiant, I don't think. Yeah, it, it won't be the radiant. I'm not using a charge, so... yeah. Alright, you slice through and two of them separate. Ren... You feel this shock to your system hitting you in the chest and the side. It hurts, but then you get this immediate pulse that hits you now twice from those two sections. And I'll get into what that does to you on your turn. Uh, so for Kaylin, you have the two, you know, more or less half of the mushroom, the top half, the mushroom tip, if you will. And they're at your feet, ready to go. Are they still screaming, or have they silenced? They are screaming, and they ooze a little. He's going to try and throw them. Um, if he's going, if they're going straight, he's going to try and throw them to the more, the more heavily wooded side of the road. Yeah, I would, it's easy enough. You're at the back of the wagon. You just kind of toss them off to the side, uh, and you do immediately see the bullet veer off towards that and clamp down on one, lift and nudge the other, and then start coming back after you. Uh, that um, one in the back is still screaming? The one that's on the ground? Yeah. Um, but you do eventually, as you guys are continuing on, we'll hear it fade. Um, he'll look at friend. Minorly worked? Better than I thought of thought. Me too. Kinda. Not gonna lie. Um, Scarlet Wren. Hope that didn't hurt. Ow. So it hurt. Okay. Mm. Probably gonna have to happen anyways. I think that's the only way you're getting mushrooms off you. Um... He will then... He'll do it again. Well, we'll come back. Uh, So you're part of the skill check. You were lopping off the mushrooms and tossing them to the side. So it won't be like full actions necessarily. 
Okay. You're limited yes. to what you can do within an action kind of a deal. Cool deal. I'm totally cool with that. Okay. Uh, and then also keep in mind that repeated actions will have a higher difficulty as they progress. Yep. Yep. Got it. All right. Scarlet. Uh, you get that sharp pain and that pulse that ripples through, and then you feel the pulse connect at every one of the residual mushrooms. And then the stumps that are still connected to your body begin to slowly wither, and it hurts immensely because it's both happening at once. You do take 1d4 points of damage. Uh, right, I gotta roll that. I'm the DM. Why am I telling you what the dice is? Okay, you take two points of damage. <clears throat> uh, but immediately after that, you get a secondary pulse from the remaining cinnamon mushroom. And they, it's almost like a rainbow is spreading out from each one of these points. And it dulls the pain almost immediately. And all of the remaining mushrooms now pulse this. And you're, you're in just this most beautiful cloud ride. <laughs> the trees around you have oh. become these swaying red and white speckled fields that go on forever. In my happy place. This strawberry field that ripples and rolls out around you. you Is walk, there a satyr there? With the... You see a satyr in a bright yellow marching band suit leading a band through some of the strawberry field. And it is the most beautiful thing. Kalen starts to kind of shift back and forth a little bit. You see his head start to like swivel as if he's got a whole new set of hinges. And he's just vibing to the music. You try and turn and look at your brother, but the mushrooms are just comforting you in this gorgeous, fluffy cloud chair that you have all to yourself. There is some sort of other thing that's coming after you that's a lot less pleasant. But this is this is a this is a good moment. Aside from that part that hurt, that sucked, but the other ones feel pretty good. I use my reaction to slap her. <laughs> so, so it's like I'm like, ow! I'm like, dude. <laughs> this is awesome. So, what problem are you going to attempt to resolve as your skill check? Problem? Munchies, man. Don't worry. <laughs> About a thing, cause every little thing is gonna be alright. Um, hmm. As much as I enjoy this, I do know before there was a problem. Yeah, you know that there's still a problem behind you. It's like a mole that might be coming at your field. Delectable red fruits. Hmm. You know, maybe the mushrooms really aren't that much of a problem. I mean, right? I mean, they just make a lot of noise. I mean, they they were screaming at first, but now they've kind of joined in with the tune. Yeah, they're chill. And whatever that satyr did really helped. See, friend? They're chill. They're chill. Snap out of it. 
you smack, and one of the mushrooms releases a cloud of spores. Uh, fortunately, you're moving fairly quickly, and there's good airflow, so it gets whipped out the back of the wagon. Uh, so, Ren, if you would like, if you are singing along with the satyr and with the mushrooms who've joined in, you can do a performance check. Uh, if you want to try to resolve whatever the mole is, you can do that as well. Hmm. Um, oh, what happened? Sorry. If you notice that your trip is turning on you, you can do something with that. If your trip is getting better, you can do something with that. Uh, it's pretty fair game what you would like to do. Um, let's see. I thought I had, like, a ranged weapon. I apparently do not. Um, yeah. I don't know. Pretty, pretty happy and chill. I think I'm just gonna chill with my mushrooms for a minute. Uh, for the purpose of the skill check, if you would like to roll to chill, I would say you could do that as a performance check or constitution saving throw, um, or a wisdom saving throw. Those would all be pretty good vibe checks. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Having a hard time chilling. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, constitution saving throws sounds great because then you would know if your trip stays good or if it goes bad. All right. Um, so it's nagging at the back of your mind. Something was hurting before and there's something, a bigger deal about that other problem. Uh, it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, not a big deal. Alrighty, Vren. Uh, I'm driving this bloody wagon. I'm like flipping through my book, trying to like look through. I'm like, ah, oh, counterspell. I don't think that's gonna work. Dispel magic might work. What do you think, Stumpy, or whatever your name is? I'm talking to the Cobalt. I can't remember his name. Smart one or the dumb one? The smart one. Uh, Norm. Norm. Yes. I think. The spell magic might work on this. What do you think? An ongoing magical effect? Turns and looks back. Well, I mean, technically, those those were usually pretty natural. They they grow in like some of the rough parts of the sewers that connect to the underdark areas. But the seeds, right? The seed that sprouted it is a magical effect, right? Or you yeah. think that since they've already been sprouted, there's no longer an ongoing effect. Right, it's sort of like when you when you use grease because you can light the grease on fire. I mean, the fire isn't magical, even if you conjured the grease magically. All right, you made up my mind for me. I I take out my pocket watch. I perform some symbols. I cast fly on Ren, and I'm like, "Meet us in town!" And I slam her off the back. Beat. The op towards the the bullet chasing you guys. Yeah, but she's flying. She'll be fine. All right, I I throw her up in the air to the best of my weak body ability. I'm like, Caitlin, help me. Okay. Uh, right. Oh, Go ahead. No. <laughs> You're casting a spell. I figured the spell is probably the bigger part of this, so I would say go ahead and make uh, a spell ability check or like a spell attack roll kind of a thing so that way you can add your proficiency oh to to okay i see what you're saying yeah it's part of the skill check 
Whoops, I might have hit it like three times. <laughs> I was trying to click on it. Ten. All right. Uh, you cast fly. You go to try and shove her upwards more than out, and then realize that you know the canopy of the wagon's kind of in the way. So you you have to shove mostly forward anyway. Before one of the mushrooms kind of glances off of your thumb and goes towards your face, and you're like, absolutely not. Yeah. And just give a shove. I'm like, ah, <laughs> she'll be fine. Don't worry about her. She's survived worse than this. And like a stoned balloon, she slowly rotates in the air towards the bullet. All right. So round one of the skill check has completed. What I'm going to do now for the second round is you can also have one of the NPCs help you. Each one of you can only pull one of the NPCs, those being Norm or Pear and Doug, to do something additional. So you'll be able to make two different ability checks. One that you would roll and one that I would roll. But you decide what the NPCs are doing. And it becomes canon. So, I mean, if, if your thing is, you know, or Pear jumps out and hangs on to Balloon Wren, we'll see how well he does the jumping. And whether or not I have to worry about him as an NPC in the future. Let's find out together. So, back to the top of the order. Kaylin, so far what has been used has been an attack roll, a wisdom saving throw, and a spell. Okay. Uh, so um, any of the skills and saving throws, those are all, you know, options. If you can think of other activities, then I can help try to figure out which ability that probably would be. But you okay. have your own skill check plus an NPC to assist you. Okay. Um, so Ren's, Scarlet Ren's pretty much just floating right into line of attack of the bullet. We know it can jump because we saw it get the hay. Yep. And All the right. mushroom. And the mushroom. Pretty fine. She just has to fly up. Did you see her eye? Very glazed over, huge pupil. That's the way she she's not was. there. Hmm. She probably thinks it's some, I don't know, wavy ground. <coughs> um, Could you use her like a kite? Well, maybe. Um... How far away is the bullet? You gather it's probably not too far away. Uh, it was diverted a little bit by the mushrooms, but it is coming back after you. Uh, you know, you'd guess maybe 18 seconds before impact. Okay. So, potentially, you know, 100 feet away. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so, most of your skills and attacks and things the range will be wishy-washy. Unless okay. it's a touch, in which case. Okay. Because right now, I, and you might, I might have to have you help. I'm, I'm cool with rolling whatever you feel is necessary. But he is going to turn around to Root and everyone driving and say, I'm jumping. Going to try and make sure Ren doesn't just get chomped. Can't Root just fly? I mean, why would you jump? 
because I think the bigger problem is going to be the, the chomp chomp. Okay. I think. It, this could go terribly wrong, but, you know, that's why we reroll new characters. Um, so he's going to tell them that, and he'll look at Repair and Doug. And... Gosh. This may be a little bit meta, but Doug was the one who, like... He was a ways away, but as soon as I threatened the Duke, I felt his knife in my back, right? Even though he wasn't right behind me. Based on his movements and Ren's movements in combat, you think they are of a similar ilk, but yeah, Ren cool. is significantly better at all of it. He'll look to repair and say, can you go big today? Yeah, I can, I can do that. We might need you to. Tell me what we're doing. We're jumping. We gotta help the floater not get eaten. And jumping out after is our only option? I don't let me yuck your yum. If this is what we're doing, we're doing it. But um Well fine. Everybody's telling me no, so obviously this is a bad hey. idea. Hey, I'm here to help. <laughs> also, statistically speaking, it. you're putting yourself out there as more chum. You I'm put your sister out as chum. No, I cast fly, which allows her to move faster than we can even move. So she could, assuming she's in her right mind, just zip away and everything would be fine. She looked like she's in her right mind. And then Kaylin, I don't know if it's actually just picturing. It's, it's a slow tumble. She doesn't look bothered. Okay. It will once it bites her. She'll get moving again. I have all the confidence in her. Okay. Um, he doesn't know what he's going to do now. Uh, she's a Scarlet Wren. I know that doesn't mean anything from where you're from, but where I'm from, she read a notorious pirate band who savaged the coast um, before we got shunted to another dimension, which was completely by accident. By you. Listen, we don't need to go laying blame on anybody on this. Huh. She got some kind of... That was just a shot in the dark, but okay, cool. Now well, I no, the ingredients she brought me were, were not uh, good. Uh, uh, they were tainted ingredients, to be uh, honest. Okay. But I didn't want to upset her, so I just take the blame, because then she'll just tell me she's older by like six minutes and all that other stuff. Okay, okay. So that's why you pushed her over. Um, he's going to save everybody. <laughs> then he's going to look at Root and be like, okay, repair, we might just need, hold on, but it's good to know that you can get big, because we might need to if we end up having to fight this chomper. Um, he's going to, and, and may, this may be the two-in-one, but ask Root to be like, switch, I'll drive, can you fly her to safety? So she is not an eligible NPC. She's not? Okay. Then never mind. Um, okay. Uh, you said I could use her as a kite, right? Theoretically, yes. Because the, the, the way the forces work, right? If, you, if you're pulling at a certain angle, the wind itself, just from moving forward, um, and the, the effects of the spell, which basically makes her weightless, she should just move like a sheet of paper. Theoretically, parchment. Pardon me. Um, so it should work, assuming you can uh, rope her and just get her at the right angle. 
Shouldn't be that hard. That's what he's going to try and do. You're going to uh, jump and grab onto run. Uh, oh, do you say Norm was eligible or was it just repair? And... Yep, Norm, repair, and Doug are all okay. eligible NPCs. He's going to look to Norm and be like, I can help you. I believe I have some rope. Can your launcher be quickly tweaked to launch rope to latch on to Rend? I can definitely try. It might be a skill check for me. That's okay. I can offer the help action. Well, it wouldn't be a help action. It'd be my own (laughs) skill check. Oh, I can't offer help. But yes, I think that's what we want to do to start. And then Kaylin, if Norm's able to get her, obviously it'd probably take some strength, maybe a strength roll, controlling the rope and holding onto the rope. Because I feel like Norm would just probably go, Wee! Yeah. So that's what, that's what Kaylin would be doing, is if, if Norm is successful in latching her, he will take over the rope. Okay. I think for Norm, this is going to be a Tinker Tools check to see if he can quickly modify his crossbow to launch like a grappling hook. Uh, And then for yourself, it would be a strength athletics check. Sorry, it took that a while, guys. There was a lot of back and forth with my decisions. 14. That didn't do what I wanted at all. Got a lot of tools. Yeah, that's a lot of proficiency tools, I think. <laughs> Gotta love artificers. Okay. Now, now are these uh, skill checks, you know, stacking like, you know, with how well that role might be might be. It's gonna be even harder if that's how it was initially, or you know, just, just the initial. It's it's essentially gonna be the average, because in the past I've just done certain number of successes. And so now I'm going to try the average to see if that will do better for you all. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, So the grappling hook rope combination launches out and swings around one of the mushrooms and then swings around a second. And then the hook part kind of catches right against her side, kind of looping on either side. So the hook misses her back. And the front misses her belly, and it just kind of doop, and gets a nice little solid there and kind of pulls, uh, pulling her rather upright. You have control of her, and you can start to yank her in, which is what I'm assuming you're doing. I could be wrong. Uh, honestly, he's he's probably going to like try and angle it. Just She's safe, hopefully, if she's higher up. So he's going to try and uh, fly it like a kite where he can get her up more. With the, with the pull of the wagon. Understood. Uh, so you were battling the drag, and you're trying to sit there and pull gently, let go a little pull, and let go, uh, trying to get her to go a bit higher. And she does start to go at about the same height as the top of the wagon. Uh, you hesitate to want to try to lift her higher, because there's a very brief period of time where she's either in the wake of the wagon or hitting trees, or high above, and then hoping that the rope doesn't get caught there. So for now, you've got her just kind of at this one little spot, 
potentially in danger, potentially not. Works for me. All right. Ren, at the top of your skill check, uh, you get another double pulse of pain from the mushroom stumps, uh, followed by the euphoria, but you do feel it, and it does kind of hurt a little bit. It hurts a lot. Uh, take seven points of necrotic damage. Uh, but what you also notice nine points. Yeah, okay, so is that one of the mushroom stumps has healed over and is no longer pulsing. And you can feel it start to, you know, it, next chance it gets, it's going to start growing again. The other one still hurts, but this one is has capped over and create another flood of good feel chemicals but with as big a hit as this one was there's an excellent chance it may you know harsh your mellow um so you said that one that like capped off is going to grow again potentially you get a it's one of those weird mixed feelings where you're like okay this is good and bad it's like i should be really bothered about this but i'm glad that this isn't going to cause me pain right now i'm sure it'll hmm. be fine and then mm. I think that Ren probably would recognize a with again how much it hurt that it would harsh and mellow enough to be like maybe these mushrooms are bad. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Because it's like a band aid. Good things can't always last, I suppose. Uh, I'm gonna try to chop. A stump off. I mean, yeah. I'm going to try to chump a, chop a stump off. I think these have been brought to my foremost mind. Um, the idea that there's like a bullet chasing us is kind of like, mm, yeah, it's cool. I'm flying like a kite. Follow the second star to the right. You know, I straight on to morning. Um, but I think these, uh, Mushrooms are, I think they're, they're killing my buzz. So I'm going to try to chop them off. All right. So before you make your attack roll, oh. uh, just a reminder, someone else has already made one. So the DC would be higher. Uh, okay. You've already rolled. I'm not looking. Sorry. Right. Nope. Haven't looked, but I saw okay. your facial expression. So I'm assuming you probably did up to you. You can either keep that roll knowing that's a higher DC or you can choose a different skill if you were to like. Try oh no, it. I'm gonna keep my roll. Okay. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Thomas got the spanking rod. Get your pup moving. Uh. Uh. Go ahead and roll damage. You. You don't have an ally within five feet because you're flying out of the back of a wagon, so you would get sneak attack on this. Oh yeah hold on sneaky tack okay 16 oh wait oh never mind i'm sorry 20 total i didn't realize that it rolled the sneak with it my bad 20 damage wow all right uh you chop off four of them well you pierce through four of them ah uh, yeah and now you still have an NPC you get to choose from, but when you rip out one of them, 
because you kind of like pierce through and you pull. It hurts a lot more, but you see these thin tendrils out the back of it, and you do not feel any pulses from that side. What? If I I reach in and I pull out tendrils? So the one, so just one of them for, because I mean, you did a lot of damage. So I figured just having four of them be temporarily be killed is less fun. So one of them kind of got stuck to your rapier. And as you kind of cast it off, you saw that, you know, it actually pulled out of your body. And there were tendrils that were coming out of it that were bloody. Oh. And you no longer feel any pulsing of positive or negative feelings coming from that section. Got to rip it out. Mm. Of just chopping. All right. Um, I guess that's good. Uh, I kind of don't like the bleeding, but I don't know where my high go. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a pretty sobering feeling. But you do also still have an NPC you can choose from. Norm has already assisted. So you still have repair and Doug. I feel like I would just yell at Doug in my anger and be like, Doug, you're an asshole! And what do I do? What's, what's good person do in this situation? I'm probably not the person to ask right now because I'd tell you to jump off the wagon and kill yourself, but ask me later. <sighs> uh, is there any action in particular that you would want Doug to try to do to assist? With no, Doug's going to help me. Uh. Or repair, if you'd rather have repair help. You can still yell at Doug. Yeah, I just want to yell at Doug right now. I'm just angry, and he's just like, <laughs> punching bag. <laughs> Emotionally. Um, uh, I guess maybe I guess maybe have a Gurdon take care of this, like, bullet. Oh. NPC. Right. Um. So who do I have as NPCs? Let's see, we got... Her parent, um, uh, who you've seen is a fighter. You haven't actually seen him in action because... What was his name again? Repair. Repair? More or less. It's just uh, without the E. Oh. Repair. Repair. Yeah. Got it. I keep missing that when you say it. Um, Repair. Repair. Hmm. Hmm. Can't you, like, hit this... Thing chasing me or something? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can totally. T which thing am I attacking? The things growing from you, or no, the thing... no, the thing that's gonna come up and bite me. I mean, the... probably. Is that what you want me to do? Is try to attack it? Yeah. So this being a third attack would raise the DC significantly. Um, I guess you know what you're useless. Just, just roll me in. Pull me in. You can fly for Christ's sake. What? Not, I wouldn't say that. For crying out loud. Uh oh. Well, I guess on. Well, I've I've done my actions, so that uh, is. So I realize it's me. a little unfair that you haven't actually seen Norman repair do very much. Uh. So that's on me. I will say that between like the travel that you guys have had, you would know that he is a rune fighter and he focuses on cloud and fire. 
there's a pretty good chance he could have shackles attempt to hold this creature down. He also does additional damage and can push creatures with a crushing weapon, which he uses a hammer. So that's definitely an option. He can also mitigate damage if you get attacked. So you can have him try to do a con save or strength save in that regard. Uh, let's see. He is a kobold, so he does have the grovel, cower, and beg. I don't know. I mean, if you, you're you choosing his action, so if you want him to do that, he will do um, that. <laughs> No, does. I don't need any groveling. Um, uh, Y'all are so useless. Why can't you do anything? Just stop the bullet. Stop it from moving. I don't know. Do something. Oh, uh, what, like chain it down or something? Well, I don't know. Whatever you need to do to make that thing stop moving. Oh, uh, okay. Um, hey, let me once a bit. Well, she ain't high anymore. Gee, she woke up rude. Well, she was still. Hey, who's holding? Me. me. Not her. The good stuff. And like you see, oh. they reached over and started tying the like the loose end of the rope that you're holding mm-hmm. onto his hammer. Like, no, seriously, because someone's holding on to some good shit. So I'm going to have him do it as a con save, because I think that for his fighter's ability, it's that's what sets the DC, I think. Con, yeah, I believe. Mm. No, my maneuver's all differed. Oh, no, it's strength saves. Okay, so he'll do a strength saving throw. Yeah, okay. Uh, he launches the hammer out, and it kind of hits the ground first before the bullet comes up and tries to grab it. As a bullet grabs the hammer, you see these chains made a wrap around it and try to launch down into the ground. But the bullet seems just pissed by this and is now dragging the chains. All right. And Vren. All right. Doug, stand here. Relax. Empty your mind. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Totally empty headed. Perfect. All right. I want to put him in uh, momentary stasis. So he has to make a con saving throw, DC 16. Off the top of my head, uh, Ren, it, or do rogues get con saves as proficiency? Oh, you're talking to me. I thought you were still talking to Ren. Uh, does, do rogues get con uh, saves? Yeah. Uh, Dex and intelligence. Got it. Thank you. Uh, 15 total on his save. Alright, so he fails. Um, and then I just push him out the back. And I'm like, see ya, Doug! So this is the, the hold for like six seconds? Yeah, till the end of my next turn. So you, let me understand this correctly. I'm not saying it's in person, but you just held him in place and pushed him out of the cart to be fodder for the bullet. Hey. I had to make a calculated choice. It's him or my sister, and you are definitely more valuable. Okay. Aelin is going to look at you and just be like, we have another one? Really? So, before you sacrifice Doug, uh, this would be another kind of spell ability check, which would be at a higher DC. That's fine. Okay. Alright, go ahead and make your check. Jeez. Uh, 
So what kind of check would it be to see how delicious you are when you are in mobile? Would you call that charisma? Performance. Yeah, help me out here, uh, Ren. Do you think it'd be charisma performance? Would it be con performance, maybe? Uh, can I see how delicious you are? I think yeah. yeah, it's got to be con because it's got to be how how like tough or or stringy you are. I would actually say that the less you do on your con, the more delicious you are because usually it's like you know, calves and stuff like that are the oh, most tasty. Man. So if he rolls really high, he's tough and stringy and. His one stat's not great. It's only a plus one mobbed. He's a little stringier than the average person, but, you know, not significant. So, uh, did anybody else do a con save? No, no con save. So. I mean, he did one for a spell, but that wasn't technically... Okay. Yeah, like a wooden toy that has been placed on a mantle and the cat got to it. Uh, Doug topples stiffly over... Uh, smacking his head into the ground before continuing to flip uh, head on heels backwards, rolling underneath Kite Wren. And the bullet lunges up, grabs him, uh, crashes down into the ground. It does come up a moment later. You see it has spat out uh, Doug, but is circling him. When he um, takes damage, the the magic breaks. Oh, okay. Just to let you know. Great. So don't you're not even gonna like paralyze him so he can't feel what's going on. He's just gonna wow. instantly be terrified. See, you're having compassion for the wrong person. This person chose to make a life out of thievery and misery of others, enslaving people, hurting them, and destroying their lives and their future. And you are concerned for him, I think, is is misplaced. I think this would be a perfect uh, example of karma if you believe in such things. I think things are more fluid and, um, you know, more luck than that. You know, almost like a dice roll if you were to roll dice ever. Um, but regardless, he did get dirt on my gloves, which is kind of annoying. And I don't know if I can get that off right here. But. Well, I believe in balance in that there's always some good and that the good can outweigh the evil in people but you know um so far you and your sister are kind of weighing heavy on the evil so far i wouldn't say evil i would say neutral where i just look at the situation and try and assess what is you know what makes the most sense so Carving a man's face, killing him, bringing him back, merely to freeze him and feed him to a creature. No, see, you are assuming that those are linearly set up where we branded him, kept him around to sacrifice him. That is not the case. Our circumstances dictated a change in action. Um, as far as her branding him, I have nothing to do with that. That's something she did with her little group of friends. They never let me play with them. But anyways. But didn't means... you cause the circumstance to change by Miss Floaty Floaty? Had she been in her right mind, I, my, the plan was for her just to fly away and lead the bullet away from us. 
but her being in the state that she was in, apparently she couldn't figure that out. So other actions need to be taken. Because you didn't ask first. Well, your friend (laughs) tried to to chain him down. That didn't work. The kite thing didn't work because of the trees. So the next best action was to sacrifice the lowly thug and murderer um, for the good of the rest of the group. Because now we should be able to, while he's killing him, uh, get away. So I saved, let's see, one, two, three, uh, what, six, seven, eight people for the cost of one. That seems to be, it seems to make sense. If you, Oh, no, I, 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 I understand. I agree, but we'll see how this road turns. So I hope this isn't going to affect our uh, continued work and relationship. Oh, it does. <laughs> we'll see how to what degree. I well, mean, me just, as... I just want to say to you, I do not consider you a thug and a murderer, so I would not treat you in such a cavalier fashion. I don't treat. I don't think of you as a thug. Um, just, just know there's lines, and you know, if you decide to have sex with a person, then kill them, and then desecrate their body, uh, actions will be taken. Um, That was a time (laughs) when... I'm not particularly interested in any three of those, because that sounds disgusting. Um, All three of them really sound disgusting. So Okay, well, good. I'm, I'm glad the murder and... I mean, I don't care about the sex. I, do. I don't yuck nobody's yums, but okay. The desecrating body and murder being bad, but you did murder. Uh, desecrating, we'll we'll take a win where we can get one. Sounding bad does so sound good. I did not murder him. I just left him behind for someone else to do it. But you froze him in place. You left him defenseless and pushed him. No, because... Leaving it's... behind would be... As soon as he takes pain, the spell breaks. So yes. theoretically, when he hit the ground, the spell would break. That was just to keep him from dragging any of us with him. But how did you know that the initial pain he felt would not kill him? Well, again, it's a calculated risk. All right. So as you guys are having this discussion, someone's <laughs> just hanging on to uh, Ren. Yes. Um, for the podcast, Ren put in chat... Kite Low Ren will swoop in, and I absolutely love that. So I want to give you the <laughs> opportunity to do that if you wish. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't um, pass that up. Play on words. The only thing I request is that part of you catching, you know, if you are trying to grab Doug to swoop him up, that you do have to throw a fit with him, like at a console or something, with Doug as the weapon. That's my only request. I mean, I could. I can fly, right? Because I'm in my right mind now. Mm-hmm. And I can hear them talking about flying. At the time, I was just like, woo, whatever. But now, yeah. I, now I realize what's going on. Um, yeah. I will attempt to acrobats. Okay. By the way, I absolutely love that conversation. Just the juxtaposition for me was hilarious. It's like, let's have this moral quandary moment. And like, you're holding on to a person tied to a rope covered in screaming <laughs> mushrooms while another person is bouncing off, getting partially grabbed by a, a bullet. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Again, so because gonna... Kaylin doesn't always pick the right times to have moral discussions. They just kind of <laughs> happen. No, I absolutely love it. Um, apologies for the dog barking. I don't know. Problem. I never couldn't hear it, anything. I never heard it, but I saw yeah. your. Oh, yeah, it was hell out. They have this nice, deep, bassy bark, which is great for what they need to do. Terrible for when you're trying to stream. I can't believe it didn't come through. That is wonderful. Nope, not at all. I guess my, I guess my mic doesn't pick up bassy tone. Um, so you grab a hold of Doug. Uh, he's looking pretty rough. You grab him and you're looking at the blood on his body. There's every chance that he is not stable again. Doug, we gotta stop meeting this way. Come on, man. He's just hands and feet are bouncing along the ground as you're trying to lift him up. Uh, because you can control your flight, you are limited to your carry weight. Uh, what's your uh, strength score? Ten. Ten? Oh, okay. No, that should be fine. I think that's okay. a carry of 150 pounds. Yeah, so you're kind of bouncing him along the bottom a little bit. Um, if you like, then as part of the other part of it is you can have Norm, who was watching, start trying to reel you in. <clears throat> I was I mean, going to try okay. to fly up, because it's a fly, right? Or yeah. can I not fly because I'm holding him? Because you're carrying him? That's an additional 150 pounds. Like, because your carry weight would be 150, right? No. Carry is 30 times. Push, pull, drag is 15, I think. Or set back. So I have a flying speed of 60 feet for the duration. I'm going to try to fly at the cart and I guess drop him off. And then um, I guess, I mean, I don't know if it's half speed because I'm carrying him or not. Yeah, um, we'll, yeah, we'll just say it's like half speed. You start flying back over. He is kind of bouncing along the edge. Once you get to the cart, repair can help you start dragging his unconscious body in. Like a friend, I'm like, so how many more people are you going to toss out of the cart? <laughs> you pig jerk. Help if, him. if you had been in your right mind and not put us in a situation, this wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying. But second to that, I cast fly on you, which you should have been able to fly to safely and leave the bullet away from us. But... Sorry, it was hard to recognize things with these big screaming mushrooms on my head. Again, caused by your bad decision. Listen, you've made a lot of bad decisions too. All right. Um. So as you guys are going through, Gurdon starts taking his battering shield. And then kind of grabs the mushrooms and he's trying to pull them out of your body. He's like, uh, band-aid fast, band-aid slow. Do it. And starts battering the mushrooms and then dropping them. Waste not, want not. These things probably taste good. So he's in there spending time doing that. Uh, Norm will spend another couple of spell slots to give you cure wounds. Me? Or... or Doug. Uh, so he did one to Doug and he'll okay. he'll give you one as well. Didn't do as great. Eh, six is great. I feel great. Woo! 
So now the rest I'm of the I'm almost back to whole health. Yeah, you do have these pinholes where the tendrils are that are seeping a little bit, and so Gurdon being the cleric actually starts doing the medicine to help try to patch you up. Norm is way out of his depth. His little mechanical, more or less band-aids are but so much. Uh, so Gurdon helps stop up the wounds. You now have uh, five battered mushrooms, battered shrieker mushrooms. Uh, are they so still they're, shrieking? They are not while they are battered. Okay. Battered and fried. Good to know. So it is up to you to all whether or not you keep them, whether you chuck them, whether you eat them, uh, or what information you all would like to convey. But the silence comes in hard. It is almost deafening compared to the screaming that you all have just sort of gotten accustomed to. And the first couple of times that you guys talk after the last mushroom has been ah. fried is still top of your lungs. I'm perfectly fine now, thank you! <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. If you want to watch our shenanigans live, come check us out on Twitch at Happy Boom Gaming. We play every other Thursday from 8-ish to 10-30-ish, uh, depending on how well we keep track of time. Uh, we hope to see you all there. Thanks for coming.